All I know is, all I know is, I just could not watch another one. I, you know, I couldn't stomach anymore. <laughs> Three was my limit, and even that that third and, one was like, oh my god, I am I'm overflowing now. I'm overflowing. <laughs> but I do have observations from a from a purely like scientific level about these. So scientific. strap in, people. Grab grab your cocoa and your gingerbread cookies. Put your feet up. Let's get to it. Welcome back to the watch list with Patty and Bill. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> make sure make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you uh, get your podcasts. You can hit us up on social media at symbol pirate Alice at symbol Bill Ivory Larson at symbol the watchlist pod. You can also make up your own watch list by going to the watchlistpod.com. Patty takes an awful lot of effort to do that. Uh, and if you just happen to listen on Apple, please give us a five star review. We would really appreciate that. Hey, hey. So I have to start off right off the bat and. Uh, and just say, God damn, this was hard. It was so hard. It was so hard. <laughs> it wasn't hard to find them because Peacock has a whole entire Hallmark movie Christmas uh, channel area, I don't know, on their yep. app. So that was easy. That was the easy part. It was the actual watching. Watching them. Paying attention. Oh, from my beginning God. Beginning to end without getting up and walking away for a while and coming back and really you could still get it. Still, know what the hell's going on? All right. Oh my god, these but, are terrible. But, <laughs> but before we begin, there are three things that that we want known. One, there is a very specific criteria list that was given by Hallmark when they did their contest to see if you would be if you would be selected to be paid to review several of their Hallmark movies. So was we followed it, that. A, was it a Hallmark? criteria or was it like because the contest was held by like a, a florist or something oh was it okay yeah it wasn't right. held by hallmark so All i don't right. know well, if then it was I the was florist's wrong. uh criteria or the or hallmark's criteria That's all right well sure well either way we're following a, a a different criteria because and here's my second point. There are many people who enjoy Hallmark holiday movies. Yes. Yeah. Of any faith. And I am I am certainly not touching that because if you love holiday movies on Hallmark, awesome. That's your bag. It's just not mine. Yeah. No. All right. And then the third thing is, oh, my God. It, I'm not trying to sound biased, but they all fucking look the same. So in our reviews, it's it's based on these criteria because it, it's kind of impossible to say one way or the other you like them or not because I have a I have a bias, especially after forcing myself. I wouldn't say it's hard to say one way or another if you like them. <laughs> well, it's hard to be fair when you okay. Just that's better. Really, yeah. really, just that is not your bag of tea. Oh my God! It is that, so that, not my that's, bag of tea. I think more this criteria is a little more. I guess I guess it could say it's unbiased. The criteria, so rating it with that to give it right. a little more. I don't know. Make us at least try to 
pay attention more, I guess. I don't. I don't. Well, know. and to and right, make and, it more and, fun, I suppose, to watch this trash and, <laughs> and not and not be dismissive of it because yes, yes exactly. Not you be know, dismissive. It, that's the. Worst. And we were trying, and we were trying very hard not to be dismissive of it, based on our biases against it. Yes. That being said, we were at a party last night, uh-huh. and I told a guy that, you know, we were doing this on the podcast, and he says, it's a hundred versions of the same movie. And I thought, well, that's a <laughs> that's actually pretty accurate. All right. So, and I and another thing to add on, too, I wanted to very specifically add on a Hanukkah movie, because at the time that I watched it, we were still in Hanukkah. So if all and I and I think I wished our our listeners last time yes, a, a very nice Hanukkah. Um, so I hope your Hanukkahs were were very good and and very festive. But I wanted to make sure I didn't just watch a Christmas movie. Right. So how do you want to how do you want to begin? Well, let's start with the one we both watched called okay. The Mistletoe Secret. The quick little <laughs> blurb I found online is. Aria, that's our main female lead, female lead Aria, she hopes being selected for Sterling Masters' big holiday adventure show will save Christmas in Midway. That Midway is the little quaint town that this is in. Little does she know that Alex Bartlett is the voice behind Sterling Masters. Whoa. <laughs> this stars Kelly Pickler and Tyler Hines. I've never heard of either of them, but apparently Kelly Pickler is some sort of singer because she sings very beautifully in this. Yes. She is actually a runner-up on American Idol. Ah. Okay. And she is a recording artist in her own right with several hits on country music charts. This one came out in 2019. So uh, it's I think they're in Utah, and Christmas is a big deal in, U- in this little... Midway town of you named in Utah, the town of Midway in Utah. There you go. Yeah, I think it's Utah. And her mom was big on Christmas and started the big Christmas festival in town, but tourism is down. Oh, dude from uh, Dallas is in this. That was the only yeah, person. Yeah, Patrick in any Duffy. Of, only person in any of these I recognized. And he plays Aria's father. Mom has passed away, and. Uh, yeah, so they need this guy from this show, Big Holiday Adventure, who on his show he's doing the best place to go for Christmas or something, and Midway is one of the places up for contention as the big winner. And Versus Tokyo and right? another big-ass city. Right, yeah. And, and he's, like, he's rattling off, like, Tokyo, London, and this little podunk town in, in America, Utah. yeah. Uh, so Alex Bartlett is the guy who writes everything for sterling's show and website um but he is not sterling is clearly the face of the show probably because i don't know he's got better presents for that kind of thing i don't know i don't care but Arya is totally in love with the sterling masters even though she's never met him and this is one of those tropes of uh somebody is not who you think they are and you meet the person who it really is first and yeah blah 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 Whatever. It's a it's a play on Cyrano de Bergerac. There you go. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> I have to say uh-huh. that of the three that I watched, this was the one that I actually liked second best. 
No, this is third on my list. Is it really? Yeah, even though the official rating ties with the one that is second on my list, it is still overall third. Uh, all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, so, okay. But but all of these movies, every single one that I watched, and even the ones that were on, there was a fourth one that I was trying to watch, but I fell asleep because uh-oh. it was just boring as shit. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> they all are shot the same. Yeah, totally. They are all shot in a mid-shot-to-close-up kind of feel. It's almost like Hallmark has a mandate for how these movies are supposed to look. They probably do. They probably do. I, mean, I don't see why they wouldn't, you know. But that, to me, adds a, oh, my God, I could fall asleep in one, wake up in another, and real and not even realize for five minutes that I'm watching a totally different movie. Yeah, you'll be wondering, wait, I thought this was about someplace in Utah. Where's the girl that right. sings? Why are right, they suddenly exactly. in Bucharest? I don't get this. Yeah. So <laughs> on your list, you watched three. I, I watched, watched three. three. Mm-hmm. So this is last on your list. This is the bottom of my list, yeah. All right. So let's go down the list of criteria. Okay. Festivity factor. This gets a 10 because Christmas is like a puked on this one. <laughs> it's got so much brimming True. with holiday spirit, lights, decorations. I believe it even had snow. Did it not have snow? Oh, yeah, it did. Uh, yeah, it had snow. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, it did. Yeah. This yeah, one gets a 10 I, I give it a 10 as well. And, and not even just for the fact that, you know, Christmas is everywhere. Uh, the fact that they're serving things that you would serve around Christmas, like ah, pie. Correct. Well, you serve pie in a diner all the time, but yeah. Well, I right, but they saying. made it a, you know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it's I like, get what you're it, it, like it almost makes you sensorily thing or something, right? think of Christmas, right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, definitely a 10. Um, oh. Predictability quotient. That oh, was God. a 10 for me because it's, it's a 10. Fucking predictable as hell. Yeah. It. it uh, and I'm not. I don't want to sound like a Debbie Downer with this, but all Hallmark <laughs> movies are very much like Disney. But it. But Disney movies are even a little bit longer than these because one of the things that I I actually kind of liked about all of these, they're all like 85 minutes long. Mm-hmm. They only fit into a two-hour window on the Hallmark Channel because of all the commercials they right. bloody well throw into it. Yeah. But when you're watching these things on demand, they're only 85 minutes long. I'll, although I watched them on Peacock, and there were commercials in this one, I think. Mm. One of the ones I watched actually had commercials, but I feel like another one didn't have commercials. So I don't know. Mm. I don't know what was going on with that. But anyway. But my but my point is, yeah, in actual short. screen time, they have a lot of road to traverse within those 85 minutes of story time. So you get to the issue, there's the drop, and then there's the bring it back up ending. And you do it even quicker than you do it in a Disney movie. Mm -hmm. So predictability, obviously a a 10. Yes. Ah, here's one, though. Chemistry check. I kind of went middle of the road and gave this a five. But I don't and know see, if that's – I, I feel like that might be too high now that I really think about it, but I don't know. And see, I gave them – I gave the ghostwriter and the main character like a seven. Okay. Okay. And I and I did that because I felt like when they were together, 
she was a very typical character, but I felt like he was a little bit more earnest. Yeah, yeah. I I gave the, the male and female leads. I gave them a five because I felt like when she was with him, they seemed more, they just seemed, there was a little something there. Like they got along, yeah. they, they, it flowed well. It didn't feel right. forced. It didn't feel like either of them were overly stiff. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, and that's why I gave them a little higher care, you know, a little higher, more of a rating because I, I thought they actually kind of worked. Yeah, same here. There are bigger movies that have way less chemistry than that. The tearjerker uh, test. That's a zero. I must have a heart like ice because I <laughs> nothing was like heartwarming or making me go, oh, how sweet. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Really? Yeah, nothing. Um. I actually gave this, on a scale of 1 to 10, I probably gave it about a 4. Ooh, okay. And again, it kind of goes to the fact that the ghostwriter dude, who is actually very jaded in this movie because he's, you know, been all around the world and... Yeah. You know, he's actually jaded in his profession as well mm-hmm. because he's the ghostwriter for this master's guy. Who gets all the fame and, and glory. And who gets all the fame and glory, and this guy just goes from town to town. He writes and he writes, but he has his own aspirations. Mm-hmm. When he finally starts to warm up to the Christmas charm of oh. this town, I kind of bought it. Really? And I and I, okay. I kind of bought it. I think that the female lead pours it on just a little too oh, much. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. And her act, I think that might be her real accent, but that just felt like oh, so... Yeah syrupy her accent oh yeah actually in the movie she she says that she's from north carolina and in real life she's from yes, north carolina yes i figured that that they had to explain that because in utah people don't talk that way right so um so i gave it a war a tearjerker factor of four because i was starting to feel like okay this guy is actually warming up did I ball my eyes out? Fuck no. Did you even <laughs> get a, like a sniffle or a? Oh. No, because the no. predictability quotient is a ten. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, you know so. exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, As a matter of fact, yeah. That, yeah. I'm going to do our usual end of show thing first. Uh-huh. Log on to the watchlistpod.com. Click on the contact us button. Let me know if there's a Hallmark movie where the couple does not work out. I don't think that's possible. <laughs> With right? their formula, I don't think that's possible. Exactly. And I'll get to that in a, in, a, in another review a little bit later. But if there is, I would love to know about it because I would love to see that movie. But, I, you know, eh. Yeah. Number five, replay value. Uh, I gave this a one because... Well, I feel like I should give it a zero because I never want to see this again, but <laughs> it, it gets a one. I will never make this a yearly tradition. Absolutely not. Because that's no. their, their criteria for replay value is, would you cozy up with a cup of hot cocoa and watch the movie again? Rate the likelihood that you'd make it a yearly tradition. No. No. A one. The, the one, yeah. I, it's And that's being generous, really. A- and... And I know that you're tired of hearing me talk about Die Hard, which no, I'm not and tired by the way one. and by the way, shout out to all of my friends, Terry, Dante, Matt, uh, um, of course, Laura, 
and and uh, Craig and everybody else who joined me at the movie theater to actually watch Die Hard on my birthday, which was great. It was fucking awesome. Did you see it originally in a theater? Yes, I did. Okay, just checking. I, I went to the movies not just once, but many times when I was a 17-year-old to watch Die Hard on a big screen when it came out. Awesome. Okay. Just so when it, when it came out on the big screen now for its 35th anniversary, I'm like, yes, I want to get a group of people together and we're going to go. Yeah, and it was sure. just as amazing now. Okay. That is my favorite Christmas <laughs> movie. So when I think about watchability, do I want to watch something as much as I want to fucking watch Die Hard? This gets a three. Okay. And it gets a three because there were a couple of things in there that made me go, oh, that's actually kind of sweet. Mm. Like the thing about the pie. And maybe I was hungry at the time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or or what, but it just made me like, oh, a cup of coffee and a piece of pie. But I will have to say, I am a sucker when we drive around our neighborhood and, and look at all the Christmas lights and everything. So around this time of year, I get I can get sucked into very quickly a Christmas spirit of decoration and feeling. Okay. Like you said, this you know somebody threw up Christmas on oh this my God, town, and boy, Christmas. ain't that a that is no joke. Yeah, but within that, if you want to be in that reality, I'm like, okay, I I could do this. I could visit this town for a day. Okay. Do I want to watch this every year? No. So what is your replay value? You didn't give me the. My replay value is about a three. A three. Okay. And it's about a three because I actually think that's kind of generous. You know, you start getting above a five, you're actually talking like, actually, Die Hard and Love actually are the two Christmas movies that I will watch at the drop of a hat. And then you follow into that um, a Charlie Brown Christmas. And some people like Elf. I'm not the biggest Elf fan. Elf is but some cute. people. Yeah, but some people love Elf. They love Christmas Vacation. The Hogfather. It's okay. based on a Terry Pratchett story of his Discworld, okay. and that's a fun film. Okay. The Hogfather. The next one I like is um, Year Without a Santa Claus. That's oh one yeah, I love to yeah. watch repeatedly. Yeah, the animated thing. And I really do like. Um, fuck, the name just left my brain. Shit. It's that black and white Jimmy Stewart thing. Oh, it's a wonderful thing. life. Oh my god, thank God Jesus. Oh yeah, I yeah, that that's actually probably <laughs> that's probably yeah. my it's one of my top five films ever, but it is probably my third favorite Christmas movie. On my list that comes in number three that I will watch. I I actually own all three of those on D V D. Yeah. And I own digital copies of all of them. So it, this to say though that something is rewatchable like that, you're approaching that level with me. So to get a three, that's fucking generous. To get a one is overly generous from me because I don't watch things repeatedly. I sure I have a shitload of DVDs. I yeah. bought the digital series of Battlestar Galactica, but I don't I don't watch things more than once usually. Like, if ever. Dwight will watch things over and over, but 
I don't. I don't feel the need to watch that same thing I've already seen again. Unless it's like Hogfather, Night Before, or Year Without a Santa Year Without a Santa. All those. And see, I will. I will rewatch something because it's an... A movie is either a friendly stranger or an old friend. And I like curling up with an old friend and revisiting from time to time. And there are movies that I save for this time of year. Oh, and how the fuck can I forget Christmas Story? Fuck. You know, um, Uh, A Christmas Story is up there for me, too. So that's why, you know, these Hallmark movies, the most you're going to get is probably a three. Mm -hmm. But I'll tell you something. It's hard because there are so many Hallmark. Oh movies my God! Now. Right, and they're all pretty much the same. So, and they they are really, and I, and I'm not trying to be cute or anything like that, but they're all the same, the same formula. It is a hundred versions of the same movie. So to say something is rewatchable, it would have to knock me on my ass good, right. for me to even entertain the idea of me watching it again. When I've got my dance card filled with A Christmas Story, mm-hmm. It's a Wonderful Life, Die Hard, Love Actually, you know, yeah. But every movie is someone's favorite movie. Yeah. So if you yeah. don't like this one movie, if you don't like The Mistletoe Secret, you might like something else. Right. And buy it. And... So my overall score out of 50 was 26 for this. Your score mm. is 34. Yeah. So out of 100, the right? Baseline. No, out of 50, because there's five out questions. You've one through 10 out of each. Yeah. yeah. And see, that's not bad. A 34 out of a 50? Yeah. That's a that's like a C level. Yeah. I, I get a 26 <clears> out of 50, so. Yeah. I'm a little so it's, harsher, I guess. <laughs> no, no, I don't think you're I don't think you're harsher, me mansplaining your own opinion. Right, yeah. I'm not even trying to do that. <laughs> but but I think you're fair and I think that that's why I like this this criteria list yeah. very much. Cuz I can't say I really like Hallmark movies cuz I really don't like Hallmark <laughs> movies, but it made me watch these in a very different light. All right. So my next one which is tied in ranking for well it's got the same rating 26 out of 50 as the mistletoe secret um this though is second on my likable list um Mm. i like this more than the other one this one is called christmas in rome it's from 2019 and it starred lacey chaber chaber chabert Lacey Chabert. Chabert. There we go. Chabert. Lacey Chabert. She was in uh, Party of Five. And Sam Page, who is in all of these movies. Um, <laughs> all of them. They are Oliver and Angela. Uh, the synopsis that I found for this one is a little more wordy than the last one. Lacey Chabert plays an independent-minded American tour guide named Angela, who is fired from her job in Rome just before Christmas. She crosses paths with an American executive named Oliver who wants to buy a high-end Italian ceramics company. Oliver hires Angela to be his tour guide around the Eternal City as the owner of the ceramics company won't sell it to him unless he learns the heart and soul of Rome. But is there another heart and soul he may want to win? (gasps) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so... uh, They are together in Rome for all of maybe three or four days. 
He lives and works in New York. She lives and works in Rome, obviously. She's a tour guide. She was just fired from her tour guide job because she pushes so hard because she wants so badly for all of her customers to feel Rome like the Romans, to be a true Italian living in Rome. She wants them to feel it. And she's all about Christmas in Rome. And I think this is a thing, but every female lead either has no parents or one parent because her parents are both passed away. They found love in Rome, so Rome is like the place to be in her world. And he is like the businessy businessman, wants to talk business, but she explains to him that in that Italians don't do business the same way Americans do. You got to have your small talk first, and you got to like each other, get to know each other better. And the owner of this tile company, he doesn't want to just sell it to somebody who's going to, you know, make it a production thing because they got a bunch of artists working, painting each tile. And they also make uh, Christmas ornaments because that was something handed down for generations in his family, along with this ceramics company. (sighs) Somehow these two in five days fall in love so much that he is willing to give up a promotion he earns from getting this company and abandon New York and live in Italy to run the tile factory. Five whole days. He has decided to give up his super promotion to like partner in the firm or some shit. I was not buying it. However, I did like that they did film this in Rome. Many scenes are filmed in Rome. And mm-hmm. some of it's like more castle things are filmed in Bucharest of all places. So, yeah. Okay. So for festivity factor, there was a lot of Christmassy decorations and stuff, but it wasn't like it barfed everywhere. And I don't remember snow. So I'm only giving this a nine on festivity factor because it was missing the snow. Uh, Predictability, it's a 10 because it's a fucking Hallmark movie. And yeah, (laughs) Yeah, whatever. Chemistry check. These two, they get maybe a three. I wasn't buying either one of them really just falling head over heels to such a point where how are we going to make this work? Long distance relationships just don't work. Uh. Uh, Tearjerker test zero, zero. I've got the heart of an ice queen because no, (laughs) nothing about this. No, The, the story of her parents. And then we find the same exact spot where your parents' photo was taken. And, oh, I love you so much. Don't go to the airport yet. Whatever. No. Zero. Zero. <laughs> and replay value, uh, this gets a four only because the scenery of Rome. I would watch it just to look at the scenes of Rome. Although I could probably get better with like a tourist video of Rome. Well, right. But there's some Christmas decorations in this. In this, this what Rome. movie was I watching recently? Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We tuned in to. Oh, did you happen to see this really bullshit parade in Chicago last week? No, there was a parade. What parade was in Chicago? There is this holiday parade on the Magnificent Mile, and I think it was called the Magnificent Mile Parade. It's not the Lights Fest or something. No, because that might... that's after Thanksgiving when they turn on the lights and Disney. Right. And no, this was literally a 
a parade done last week down the Mag Mile started at like the Michigan Avenue Bridge or ended at the Michigan Avenue Bridge. So probably started at like Water Tower or some shit? Probably started at the Water Tower or something. It was awful, Patty. I it didn't was even painful. know this was a thing. And it was it on TV was... too where you could watch it. Yes. And <laughs> that and it was it was broadcast. <laughs> it was broadcast on on National ABC Network. What the fuck? Which is was how I again? got it from our Philadelphia affiliate. Jesus. And I'm like, "Ooh, I'll watch this. I would love to see shots of the old hometown." Mm. And 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 the parade was just horribly shot and there were hardly any shots of downtown and I said what you said. I would rather go to YouTube and watch a 4K drone video of the skyline of Chicago. Anyway. So the overall rating for Christmas in Rome is 26 out of 50. Okay. Same as the mistletoe thing because but, but here's I like a, this a little better cuz Rome. But here's the thing though. Let's go to the the predictability thing. Yeah. I don't... It says here, Hallmark movies are beloved for their feel-good predictability. How easily could you guess the movie's plot twists and ending? (laughs) Well, duh. Duh. (laughs) Duh. Duh. These two, as soon as they met, oh, these two are getting together. He's the male lead. She's the female lead. Duh. They're going exactly. to get together. Twist? What twist? There was no twist. Yeah. Right. It's, Other it's than, like, oh, wait, okay. wait. Everybody does a business deal on Christmas Eve. Why is this? What fucking companies are so awful they make the biggest deal of their whole, I don't know, Q1 20, the next year on Christmas fucking Eve? Okay? I don't know. Why is this? And of course, So, of course, he's going to have to fly back to New York immediately to get hit the ground running with this new tile thing. I'm like, the tile company is in fucking Italy. He is in Italy. Shouldn't he hit the ground running from the tile factory where he's got to learn how it's all done and shit? I mean, that was not a twist. That was just a stupid thing that they threw in there as like a hitch. And yeah, no, no, this was well, dumb. Here's, but my thing is... This score pads the numbers for Hallmark movies oh, totally. based on this criteria. Yeah, yeah. Yes, so to yeah. me, it should be a reverse. Oh, I don't yeah. want there to be predictability because all of these movies are going to get a 10 for predictability. Yeah, so all of them started at a 10. All of them started at 10. Yeah. So on a scale of 50, you're already at a 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's not fair. I would rather reverse that score. Yeah. And say, yes, it's horribly predictable. It gets a zero or a one. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. If it was unpredictable and I didn't know where things were going, then it gets a 10. Mm, yes. yes. So, bleh. anyway. All right. Yeah. All right. So, the next movie that I have is called The Nine Kittens of Christmas. Mm-hmm. Now, on the original list given to us by this contest, they gave you a list of Hallmark movies they wanted people to watch. And in this was a movie called The Nine Lives of Christmas. Oh, okay. So The Nine Kittens of Christmas is a sequel. Ah. I did not know this when I was watching it because who cares? And The Nine <laughs> Lives of Christmas came out in 2014. Right. And this came out in, I think, 2021. Okay. And it stars Brandon Routh 
Okay. Uh, as Zachary Stone, confirmed bachelor and firefighter, of Ooh, course. Okay. <laughs> and Kimberly Sustad as a veterinary doctor. And, okay. you know, the wackiness <laughs> ensues from there. <laughs> okay. Um, cat lo- they're both cat lovers, though. Of course. Um, so in the first movie, they're dealing with one cat mm-hmm. and how it brings them together. Oh, okay. So these two uh, are in the first one and they're in this one, too? Yes. Oh, uh, They reprise their roles from the earlier film. The story picks up seven years later after both leads have pursued their careers and moved in different directions. Uh-oh. So when the first one was released, it was hugely popular. Uh-huh. So they did a sequel to it. Wow. And th- and they're thrown back together when so Brown, wait, when Superman up... comes back to this town. Yeah. So they wait. ended up together and bonding over the cat in the first movie. And so they didn't stay together long enough between I the know. first one and this one? What? That's unpredictable. Well. I didn't see that coming. So, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I mean, you, you know, they, it's supposed to be happily ever after. Where's the happily ever after? Now they've wandered apart? How is this? And now they I come know. back together? What? What? What is going on, Hallmark? Okay. Nine yeah. kittens. Moving on. <laughs> and... Uh... Well, so Brandon Routh goes back home for Christmas and blah, blah, blah. They meet together again when they find, guess what? A bundle of kittens. A kindle uh, of kittens. They, they, yeah, they're tasked with finding homes for a litter of adorable kittens mm-hmm. when at Christmas time. Of course. Festivity factor. Uh, I'd, I'd give this one like, an, like a, a seven. Okay, not as and Christmassy. I say it, it's it's not that it's not as Christmassy, but I was paying more attention to Brandon Routh actually, because I couldn't figure out why Superman was so hard up. He did a Hallmark movie, <laughs> but you know Gotta it's kind of somewhere, Christmassy. right? No, he's been oh. in he's been in well, in twenty fourteen was he in? Yeah, that wasn't like his he played beginning? Superman in like two thousand five. Oh well, shit, I don't know then. <laughs> All right. Uh, predictability quotient. All right, so here's a thing. You're right. I didn't expect them to have drift up, drifted apart. From the first one. But, from the first one, mm-hmm. but I'm not reviewing the first one or the time between the first one and this one. Correct. I'm reviewing this one, and of mm-hmm. course, it's bloody predictable. Yeah. So while I think the score should be zero or a one, it is a ten because yeah. it is absolutely predictable. What I, uh, <laughs> it's actually also, I have a racial bone to pick with a lot of these movies. Uh-huh. So in this movie, though, what I did like was that the that the guy that she leaves to be with Brandon Routh, he's actually a black man. Oh, interesting. So they actually had a, a relationship, but it was dwindling in this movie for reasons. Mm-hmm. And so she had to say no to him and go with Brandon Routh because that's where her heart truly lies. And okay. Blah, blah, blah. So 10 for predictability. Mm-hmm. Chemistry, I did not like their chemistry much at all. Oh. Um, I, I give it like a four. Ooh, okay. Uh, tearjerker, 
Not at all. I mm. give it a three. Oh, a three. And it only gets a three because there are kittens involved. <laughs> okay. If you if 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 you called it the nine rocks of Christmas, and they're trying to find the homes for these nine rocks that Indiana Jones found, then it would get a zero. So oh, tearjerker. Okay. It's because there are actual live animals used. Okay. And replay value zero. Ooh. So this is a twenty-four out of fifty. It uh, again. Again, if this is your bag and you love Hallmark movies, great. This is just on Bill's scale of Hallmark movies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's fine. I just was like the whole time, why is Brandon Routh in this? But I guess they offered him a shit ton of money, and and he is a good-looking dude, and and why not, you know? Maybe somebody in his family loves these, so he decided to do one. So he decided to do that. If somebody threw us a buttload of cash and we're the radio playing in the background while somebody, I would absolutely do it in a (laughs) fucking heartbeat. You betcha. Yeah. Anyway. And I have a friend who actually auditioned to be the evil mayor in one of these. Oh, that would be an awesome role. I would be the evil bad person in one of these. I would. It would be amazing. That would be the funnest part. It would be the funnest thing ever. Although, but it, but it's, but it's caricature evil. That's you know, it's why like, it's so fun. <laughs> like, oh, this will not happen. Christmas is canceled. You know? Yeah, there were no <laughs> evil people in any of these that I watched. There was well in um, in the next movie, the one that I liked the most. Okay. There wasn't. You're right. There's not an evil person, but there's always a Debbie Downer. There's yeah. always somebody who's throwing a wrench into the works or something. Uh, the boss on the Christmas at Rome, I guess, was the downer because she kept calling and saying, well, you better hurry this up. You better hurry this up. We need this deal. Um, and then making him come home right away. That would be the, the evil. But it was the boss who she was the the uh, she was black. The boss was um, in that one. Otherwise, huh. everybody was white. Uh, in that one, um, yeah. But the other two, I don't remember a, a a bad downer person in the mistletoe secret. Do you? Uh, the mistletoe secret. No, but the but the downer person, the one who threw the wrench into everything, was the pretty boy who okay. was the face yeah. of of Masters. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, Correct. he he was the. He was that person. That person. Okay, but he wasn't like the evil. <laughs> no, and I don't think so, okay. But because going back to our Disney comparison, at least in Disney, they give you a flat-out evil character. Right. And they, they and they do that so you root against them immediately. Mm-hmm. And then they will take you down, but then they will always rebound you back up. Right. Here... It's not even a dip like a roller coaster. It's like a like you're going over a speed bump. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe in these movies. Yeah. All right. Okay. So that's your whole nine kittens. That's my whole thing. It's okay. just the nine kittens of Christmas. Bleh. All right. So the last one that I have is Boyfriends of Christmas Past. Oh, I almost watched that one. <laughs> this one is the most diverse cast of any of these that I watched or even have heard of so uh, the lead actress her name is Catherine Haina Kim she's been in okay. stuff but I didn't recognize her 
And the male lead's name is Raymond A. Black. A. Black? I don't know. I've never heard of him, but they are Lauren and Nate. They've been best friends, BFFs, since college. Uh, Lauren is a marketing executive, and she must learn to open her heart with the help of four ghosts of ex-boyfriends. They are not dead ex-boyfriends. They're just like the, uh, I don't know. They, they just appear for, you know, Christmas Carol reasons. But they visit her leading up to Christmas to help her open her heart. Um, her marketing job, they, they think this week of Christmas is going to be like, smooth sailing but then this big deal that they have to pitch everybody's got to write a pitch for this big deal of this bakeware company and they have to pitch it on christmas eve of course they do of course of course they do so her these past boyfriends show up um and the high school one uh, says you know you're going to be visited by four more ghosts over the next few days and Maybe the, and we're going to give you this, we're going to help you so you don't miss out on something or something like that. He, he gives this like foreboding of, uh, you're going to miss something big if, if you don't pay attention. Hmm. And our girl, Lauren, um, she, I did not plan this. I knew nothing about this. She's Korean and her parents, well, her dad, her parents are Korean, but her dad's got like a, a new wife and the woman's Korean as well. And they actually mention this repeatedly but in a subtle kind of way like they're mm-hmm. eating they have like gimbap on the table f- at dinner time and uh the the college friend her bff mentions going to their house for christmas and he's gonna bring a bottle of soju and she's like no you can't bring the soju because do you want to eat my food so there's soju's mentioned and that was the first i realized they were korean i didn't notice the food at first on their plates until after he mentions the soju. I had to rewind it and say, wait, what is he talking about? I'm like, oh, so they're like playing up that she's Korean. And he is clearly um, like South Asian in some way. I'm not sure where exactly he's from, but he's definitely South Asian. Okay. And he is deeply in love with her, obviously, but she's got him so friend zoned. Uh, the Her best friend at the marketing agency is the female friend is a white girl. And but her boyfriends of the past are there's a black guy, there's uh, some other. I mean, I you know uh, it's hard to place where they're at. There's no like the the high school boyfriend is the only blonde white guy. Okay. And so because her mother walked out on them at Christmas time, every boyfriend for some reason has decided to become serious and take their relationship. You know towards marriage at Christmas time and so she freezes up cuts them out and breaks up with them and each of them is trying to point out this guy Nate your BFF he has been by your side through all of this he you have always Mm -hmm. leaned on him for everything Mm -hmm. every time through this now through this show when he tries to like be serious and he says, I've made reservations at, you know, Mariano's. She's like, isn't that the romantic place that couples go? Why are you taking me there? She's like totally clueless that he's got the hots for her. And so she's kind kind of like dismissing it. And when he's like about to say something big, she like suddenly has this great idea for her pitch and like, oh my God, I have it now. 
And he, you could see he's like exasperated, like, oh, what the fuck is wrong with this bitch? And then she starts pushing him towards some random woman that showed up at his shelter. So, yeah. The festivity factor in this is about a nine. It wasn't like puking Christmas, but they definitely mentioned Christmas. And because it's a bakeware company, they're pitching. There's Christmas baking going on, which is nice. Mm. That's a nice change of place. Oh, and of course, they're making absolutely perfect gingerbread houses. Oh, of course. And Christmas in Rome, they make gingerbread houses, but Oliver clearly can't make them stand up straight. So he starts making a uh, the Colosseum with the ruins for his. Oh, nice. <laughs> Like, That's cool. That is the best way to do a gingerbread house because it doesn't matter if it's falling apart. Um, so that's a nine. The predictability obviously is a ten because you know where this is going. You can clearly see the boy, the best friend, ha- is in love with her. He has the he gives the gooey eyes and everything. So chemistry check is a nine for me on this because <laughs> he clearly that actor can cl- with just his face convey that. He is so in love with her, and then he's so exasperated with her when she's so clueless. He really mm. gets that across, and I, I like them working together. They they look really good together. Like They do have that chemistry, really, the, the two actors in this. Um, tearjerker test, I guess I was supposed to have my heartstrings tugged when she talked about her mom walking out on them, and then dad's talking about mom a little bit, too. But yeah, heart of ice, I, zero. <laughs> there was no tear jerk in here. And replay value, I would give this a five. I actually might hey. watch, I would not mind watching this one again. Yeah, okay. It was a fun watch. Um, they didn't really do the Christmas Carol past, present, future in this. The boyfriends all were talking about the past because they're all past boyfriends, obviously. But the, toward, at the end, all of them come together as one, and they show her a scene from the future. Yeah. Where Nate is proposing to that random woman that she kept pushing on him. And she's like, wait, he can't marry her. No. And it's like, well, what are you going to do about it? You've got him so friend-zoned, you're not even thinking about anything. So... Yeah, that's uh, Boyfriends of Christmas Past. It gets 33 out of 50. That is my number oh. one of the that's three not bad. that I watched. Yes. Okay. Yes. So the last one that I have is called The Eight Gifts of Hanukkah. It is the first movie that I watched embarking on this treachery that we call <laughs> watching Hallmark movies, but it's the one that I liked the most. Okay. And it stars uh, Inbar Lavi and Jake Epstein. They play Sarah and Daniel. And what's the synopsis here? An anonymous suitor sends optometrist Sarah a gift for each night of Hanukkah. And on her journey to find her secret admirer, she learns her one true love might be someone she never expected. (gasps) What? Well, she's on dating apps and shit, and she finds a few guys, and she, and of course, she's wondering with her best friend, oh, could it be this guy? Could it be this guy? And then the one who it really is 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 all pissed off, like, 
Why doesn't she even think of me? Oh. <laughs> I like this movie. <laughs> Oh, my God. All right. So, festivity factor, I have to give it a nine. Okay. Uh, I I actually loved the decorations for Hanukkah. And, and in this movie, they actually show that this family has different menorahs. Oh, nice. Like, d- just different styles of menorahs. And then they also, at the end, get together for the town lighting of the menorah as well. And and ironically, they mix in a little bit of Christmas in there too. Whereas I would have preferred it to be like like straight Hanukkah. Because the friend who works with her in the optometrist office, they have this deal, so it's kind of half and half, which I actually kind of like. But okay. Um, predictability quotient ten mm. natch. You know, it, it's obviously going to happen. The chemistry tech check for me is an eight. Oh, okay. Because I liked how these two actors got along, the Daniel and Sarah characters. And he plays like a handyman who is building, and they've known each other for years and years and years. They grew up next door to each other. When his family all but abandoned him, it was her family that helped raise him and all that other sort of stuff. So you have that connection Mm -hmm. so but he's building her in addition to her optometry business so he's there in her face the whole time the tearjerker quotient to me is also a seven oh this one gave you some tears huh it didn't give me tears tears would actually Tears actually would happen in, in movies like It's a Wonderful Life right. and Love Actually. It, I was it, watching it, Love Actually the other day, uh-huh. and it actually did make me tear up a little bit. Oh, so, but this one like tugged at you a little bit. It tugged at me. Okay. Because, and, and I don't know about you, but I used to give gifts like that and be that secret admirer to someone. So I kind of felt what he was feeling uh, okay. in that moment. And and the gifts were really sweet, and their chemistry together made that work even more because when she would discover her gifts, which were left at her doorstep after every day, they were opened in such a sweet way as opposed to like a gaggle of people saying, ooh, what'd you get now? You yeah, know, that sort yeah. of thing. They were very personal moments. Okay. And they were very personal gifts. So it wasn't like, oh, you got a brand new car or anything like that. No, these were... <laughs> oh, it's another like, stuffed animal. Great. No, the, one one thing was Grandma's old pair of glasses. How did he have her Grandma's glasses? They explain that in the movie. It's not oh, important okay. right now. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> but that was really sweet to me. Yeah, that is very sweet. Okay. The replay value? Seven. Oh, we're so generous. And I say that because this really was a sweet movie. So if I had to recommend to anybody, hey, what do you, what do you, you know, if you recommend anything on the Hallmark Channel. Now this, now that being said, they're all shot the same. They all look the same. They have the same feel. You could fall asleep in one and you can get up and watch something else and <laughs> you wouldn't even know it. I like this one the best and I would probably recommend this one. 
So it gets a 41. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, definitely gets an A minus. Mm-hmm. It's so out of all of these, I'm glad I watched it. You know, it's it's. You're making me think like I might want to watch that one. Actually, it's it's not bad. You know, it's and 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 like I said before, it's all of these movies. I don't think everyone is going to have a connection to every single movie. Mm-hmm. I think someone is going to find some connection in one of these and call it their favorite. Yeah, yeah. This just happened to be mine. Okay. So. So Sam works at the library in her little town, and they have Hallmark movies. And she says there's a couple of ladies in town who they're always renting the Hallmark movies. Okay. And they told her at that at Christmas time, their favorite one that is so bad that it's good that they have to watch it is called A Carol Christmas. This is the one that stars Tori Spelling. Oh. <laughs> I tried to find it to watch it, but you have to subscribe to some right, right. Upworthy or some network to see it. And I was like, well, fuck that noise. I ain't doing that. But yeah. um, that's one that I was told you should find it and watch it. So you might be able to get it from your public library and watch it. Well, but uh, yeah, and, and, yeah. And when I realized that The Nine Kittens of Christmas was a sequel, Mm-hmm. I went to on demand the original one, okay, because I wanted to see what was going on. But you had to either rent it or subscribe oh. to something else, yeah. Because God forbid catch. they give you all of the Hallmark movies on demand, right? Yeah. Um. So I wasn't able to do that, and I'm not gonna I'm pay not to rent all of that. Hallmark. But I would have been willing to watch it. Yeah. But it is not being aired again until after Christmas. Well, that's just dumb. Yeah. And then there was another one that I wanted to watch. It's about a TV station and anchors. And it stars one of the people that I used to watch on Days of Our Lives all the time. Oh, and nice. I wanted to and I wanted to watch that one, but again, I'm not paying for it. Yeah, I'm not paying for that shit. No, I'm not. Okay. So there are limited abilities to on demand a lot of these titles. Yeah. But I mean the ones that are available are if that's what you want, that's what you're going to get, you know. Yeah. And the most of them are on Peacock. And I will say this. Mm-hmm. And here's me being generous and mm-hmm. not grinchy. If you're looking to have background noise on as the family gets together and celebrates Christmas or whichever holiday you want, just turn on the damn Hallmark channel and let it play. Yeah, really. They're all the same, and they're all festive. And You'll see Christmas decorations. You might see Rome. Exactly. Or Scotland. Exactly. She, Lacey Chabert is in like Chabert. Christmas in Scotland as well. There's one. Yeah. Close, I knew yeah. she was in a few of these. She's, she's That's where she's gone, from Party of Five to Christmas in Rome. Hey, it's better movies. than... You know, it's a paycheck. At know. least she's got she a constant gig somewhere. Yeah, and then yeah. there was one that I was starting to watch with, um, oh, one of the one of the girls from Full House. Um, oh, I, that one I think. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, the oldest sister. The eldest sister, and I started watching that, and boy, was it bad. Oh, it was I on. Bet. It was like it was on the broadcast, so I was like, okay, oh, it just happens to be here. It just started. I'll watch it. No, I had to turn it off. It was terrible. I think I remember when hers came out. 
And I don't care yeah, what her no, name no. is. Candace anymore. Cameron oh, Bure. Damn, damn I yeah. was going to say, I don't care what her name is. And then you yeah. thought of it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I remember her doing this. And yeah, I don't even watch it. Yeah, it was, you know, it was terrible. So anyway, so log on to the watchlistpod.com, click on the contact us button. If you watch Hallmark movies, not that I'm going to watch it, <laughs> but what's your favorite one? And how long have you been watching these things? I mean, they have been going on for years and years and years and recently, especially during the pandemic. Oh yeah. People these these became hugely popular. Mhm. Like, wow. So I would like to know which one is your favorite. Ah, well, I'm hmm. glad that's over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can get back to them. <laughs> I, I, you know, I only managed to watch three because after the first one, I'm like, I need like a, I need a a, a chaser for that to clean out. My yeah, brain I needed a I balls out can't. action picture where people die. Something else. Yeah. 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 But but <sighs> for Christmas factor. That that secret movie, what was it called? The Mistletoe Secret. The Mistletoe Secret, but for actual chemistry and really, really liking the movie, I like The Eight Gifts of Hanukkah. Yeah, The Boyfriends of Christmas Past had some good chemistry going on. Yeah. And the diversity so. of it, I just was, it didn't dawn on me until after, like a little while after, when, when I started The Mistletoe Secret, and I was like, wait a minute, that one had far fewer... Wow, the boyfriends of Christmas past really did a good job of not being white blonde people. Yeah, oh. and I wonder if they st- and and I'm just wondering maybe they got a lot of grief because that's how they kind of started. Yeah, and now they're kind yeah. of blending things. Yeah. That, then that one's from 2021. So, but it's I will say good. this: there was there was one of the movies that I was watching, and on the Christmas Council. Uh, yeah, it was Chris. It was the Christmas Council one. It was the uh, secret one. Mistletoe secret, yeah. The mistletoe secret. The one, the black guy who was on the the Christmas Council. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, they're all at Christmas dinner, and there, and he's there with his black wife. And and I just thought, oh. <laughs> it, it and it's just so typical. Like, okay. We need to pair him with somebody so she must be black. And in this town, trust me, they must be the only two. Yeah, but in Utah. I, I, yeah. Yeah, so like that I thought was just pandering, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, I would agree. You know, and I and I don't like that window dressing. I don't like that kind of window dressing no. where you obviously put two black people together and they must be a couple. Mm-hmm. You know, this is Utah. Why couldn't he have found an older white woman to be with? Or, hell, it's Utah, Native American. You know, why not? Yeah. You know, why not something else? But, you know, damn, uh, you know, just predictability. Mm -hmm. So that was was one of the things I had to go, "Uh," about. But again, I wasn't trying to be a negative Nancy and do my normal review thing. I went by the criteria. Yes. All right. All right. I do have some news, though, before we go. News. Mayim Bialik has been fired from Jeopardy. What? I did not hear this. Why? You did not? No, I haven't been paying attention. So the news broke today. Oh. 
or yesterday, actually, that Mayim Bialik is out at Jeopardy. And now Ken Jennings is now the permanent host of Jeopardy. Wow. I wonder why. I don't know. So Bialik wrote on her Instagram that... um, that Sony decided to not move forward with her. Interesting. Yeah, he will and, be the sole host for Jeopardy. The and spokesperson that's where from Sony. It was Sony. announced on her Instagram. Yeah, she announced it on her Instagram. So the Jeopardy people didn't put out an announcement. Nope. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So USA Today is saying what we know. Ooh. Um. As the holiday season, be- as the ho- as the holiday break begins in Hollywood, I have some Jeopardy news. Sony has informed me that I will no longer be hosting the syndicated version of Jeopardy. I am incredibly honored. Thank you for supporting me. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Wow. And then a Sony spokesperson said, we made the decision to have one host for the syndicated show next season to maintain continuity for our viewers, and Ken Jennings will be the sole host for syndicated Jeopardy. I kind of liked him better, to be honest with you. Really? And see, I kind of did. I kind of liked him better. I liked that there was a female host, especially because it showed, and not, not just because of her thing on Big Bang Theory, but that women can be smart well she is smart i think she like was a brain surgeon yeah she's actually a scientist but yeah Yeah. but 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 coming into your home every night yeah you know you're seeing a woman do this yeah well i mean hosting jeopardy doesn't necessarily mean you're smart no, but it promotes smartness. It does promote <laughs> smartness, but it doesn't mean you're smart. She did have a little more uh, conversational personality-ish with them, with the yeah. contestants, a little more so than Ken. But overall, I feel, I don't know, I just liked, I liked Ken a little better. Did you? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I, I'm, I'm just sad about it because I thought that it was nice that even if she wasn't doing the main Jeopardy, she would do like Celebrity Jeopardy or yeah, some tournament yeah. shit every now and then. I just like the change of pace. Yeah, a little bit of changing up is good, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. but but I just wanted to break that. I'm glad I broke the news to you. Yeah, you that. broke it to me. I didn't know. I haven't been watching the news lately. Yeah. Well, we're recording this on Saturday. Uh-huh. So most people might find out before the show actually uh, debuts on Monday. Yeah, probably. But, but hey. yeah. But hey. Oh, I need to. Even though when this show drops, and he doesn't listen anyway, um, this will be after his day. But today is Dwight's birthday. Happy Aww. birthday, Dwight! Happy birthday, Dwight! That's awesome. Yeah. Ha <laughs> Wow, that's great. Yeah. What he, what's he doing for his birthday? Uh, he has been talking about going to a Korean barbecue restaurant. <laughs> I know, it's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> he doesn't watch these shows with me, but he's oh been talking about it. Would you want to go? Well, it might be spicy food, and I'm like, I'll, I'll survive. I won't die from it. I'll just be kind of hungry. <laughs> <laughs> 
And so his brother and his niece are going to join us. And then so today he's he gets off work early today and we're going to go for his birthday to a Korean barbecue place. And I don't even know where it's at, to be honest with you, because he's never told me the name of it. He okay. has looked into this. He has researched it and everything. So clearly he wow. wants to go do this on his birthday. I am not making him do this. Huh. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, I know. Something, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, snap. All right. So in other news, uh-huh. thanks to Dave. Hey, shout hey, out Dave. to Dave. Warner Brothers and Tubi have signed a deal to bring all DC movies to Tubi to stream for free. Wow. So they're leaving Max and going to Tubi. That's what it looks like. Interesting. I I I don't get it. But again, this is just I think the beginning of the fallout of too many streaming services and Yeah. And and you know, all these subscriptions, yeah. And all the subscriptions, right. And trying to make, because they can't possibly make nearly as much from subscriptions as they can from ad-based type of stuff. Yeah, so Fox's 2B to stream DC titles, including The Batman, Black Adam, Wonder Woman, uh, Aquaman, the whole bit. Fox's free ad-supported streamer. So 2B is owned by Fox? Yeah, it looks like it. I had no idea. Yeah, Tubi also launched 10 new Fast channels featuring Warner Brother content. Interesting. Wow. Huh. Uh, I, uh, whatever. I I just want to just tell me how things are going to shake out and when and where and Yeah. I officially we'll no longer have Max now. Max my my last paid month is over. Really? Yeah. Huh. So Disney Plus and Max are officially gone. Wow. Paramount might be gone, too. I thought I canceled Paramount Plus, but now I'm not sure. So what are you going to stream on then? Netflix? I have Netflix. I have Vicky. We've got Apple TV Plus. um, Amazon Prime, obviously. Hulu. I still have Hulu. Um I'm Peacock. I still have Peacock. I meant to cancel that because it's not the dollar ninety nine anymore. Um, but I didn't catch it in time. So that's what I got. Mm. Okay. And when I got YouTube TV with all the YouTube TV channels, you know, my broadcast channels and then other others that I don't even know what they are because I only watch um, ABC Channel Seven. Right. <laughs> and it's the news, <laughs> Jeopardy, and Wheel of Fortune. That's about all of what I watch on there. Wow. Oh, and some game show network on occasion. Usually for uh, background noise. So Max removes, then adds award-winning DC series from the streamer. It looks like The Watchmen was removed from Max, but it was a glitch, and now it's back. Oh, well, so, there you go. So not news, but okay. Um, yeah, that's it. That's all I got this week, too. Same so. Here. Log on to thewatchlistpod.com. Click on the Contact Us button. Do you watch Hallmark movies? If so, which ones? Uh, but also, let us know what you thought of our sh- of our show t- 
today, and should we make it an annual thing? Oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> I, uh, what's also, your reach out to us. favorite Christmas movie, folks? That's what yeah, I like what's your favorite Christmas movie? That's awesome. That's a good question. What's your favorite Christmas movie? Um, log on to the watchlistpod.com, click on the contact us button, or hit us up on our socials. Let us know. And um, please hit the subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts, and, and we appreciate you. Thank you. We do. Oh, so right. what's what's what are we going to review next week? Normal stuff? I don't know. Because it'll be Christmas week, won't it? Will it? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Next Monday is Christmas. Oh, oh. we have a show debuting on Christmas? Maybe, if we want to do that. Oh, we're going to have to review, like, Halloween movies or something. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> horror movies. There you go. <laughs> yeah, well, the horrors of Christmas. The horror. All the Krampus movies. <laughs> or seeing all of the destroyed paper and packages after children ravage their presents. Um, all right. Well, have a great week, everybody. Yes. And um, thank you for listening, and we will we'll see you again on Christmas. Yeah. Very Christmas. Okay. All right. Okay, bye. bye.